0: G'day legends and welcome back to the Press Room Podcast presented by Zwift. We're back, day two. We've had the under-23 time trial for the men's on yesterday, which is really cool to spectate. I was really disappointed to see uh, Leo Hayter not get the victory, but I think come uh, the road race, he's going to be a serious, serious contender. Super exciting prospect, and uh, it's going to be cool to see him at the Grenadiers next year with his brother. So cool. But today's guest okay we're talking with a super exciting prospect from the Australian setup if you haven't heard of this young man before his name is Oscar Chamberlain he is the Oceana uh, national road race champion he's um, he won E3 over in Belgium the uh, the under 19 E3 race which is just huge to go on their turf and win one of the biggest classics over there was just massive and then he's uh, just signed with the AG2R development team now Getting in as a under nineteen into one of these uh, European, um, you know, under nineteen setups is really really big. So he's got a really big future, and he's just a huge build. For a cyclist at his age He's over 190 centimetres He's got a big sprint on him Proper classics rider And um, he's got a super bright future And I tell you what For Friday's junior road race um, He's one of Australia's best hopes On the men's side So today's episode We catch up with Oscar We hear a little bit about his season um, His big breakthrough season Where he got a lot of big results Got the AG2R contract um, For the under-19 team And then learn more about him And then we talk of course About the road race on Friday friday for the junior under 19 men so legends i hope you enjoy this episode of course thanks to zwift thanks to attacker for putting this week on smith optics of course hope you enjoy the second episode of the world's week i'll see you on the other side maybe three years ago i um I took the WA team over for track nationals, right? This yeah. Is where I for you because oh, it might have been three years ago, but I remember you—you um, were the biggest kid there. And what I really liked about you was—and um, you didn't win—you didn't win everything. I think you got a couple of one well, couple of events, but maybe this guy called something Anderson.
1: Um, yeah, Ben Anderson. He—he yeah, he he basically tr- dominated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had white gloves.
0: He had all the show, but you yeah. were like, hold, I was watching you in the match sprints. You were holding people up the top of the track, and, and the commissaires were kind of giving you a bit of a warning. And yeah. yeah, you were throwing your weight around. I was like, oh yeah, I like this kid. This is, uh, yeah, it's good to
1: see. Yeah, um, I had to use my advantages. So yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, uh, what's your size now? Like, how how tall are you? I'm um, about one ninety. 195... Four or three centimeters. Oh, shit. Yes, that's like six, three, four. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: You're grown yeah. to one ninety. Yes.
1: Wow. Yeah, pretty
0: big. Solid man. That's uh, yeah. We think about wow, well, man. he's one. I think he's one ninety. Yeah. The 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 perfect for build for um uh that sort of classic style rider, right?
1: Mm.
0: Um. So, Oscar, mate, you've had a big year, right? So still this is your first year or second year under 19? First year still. First year under nineteen. Right. Yeah. Okay. So started pretty well. Aussie summer, not bad. Um second and junior road race, had a decent TT, um, went through Santos Festival, Yada Yada, Oceana Road Race Champ. That's pretty special. And then yeah. you went to Europe. So why don't you tell us about uh your, I guess your first sort of um uh yeah your first couple of months in europe because i'm pretty successful
1: uh yeah so my first race in europe was the paru bay um well the juniors i guess um i got it was four days after we landed so i did the recon the day i got there um so it was pretty tough um yeah i didn't do terrible in that i think it was like 24th or something Mm -hmm. um yeah, it was a brutal race, but uh so that was your first race in Europe? That was my first race for that season in Europe. I um had been going over to Europe um like each year basically up until twenty eighteen before like COVID started. Yeah. Um but yeah, I did a similar thing uh in twenty eighteen um with my dad. <clears throat> we went over um for about the same sort of period of time, yeah. and yeah, just spent the whole time racing. Um, yeah,
0: okay. So after Rubai, then you had like, looks like you had a couple of you raced something in Spain, um, yeah, and then you had oh, then you had the big win, mate.
1: Success,
0: yeah, E3. How good is that?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty big moment. Um, yeah, I was super excited about that. Um,
0: how did that, I mean, just like especially, I know, uh, you know, all the Aussies and, and everyone else listening, winning some of those races is big because you're in their home turf and to come over from Oz and to do it, like, you know, they, it's their roads. They live there, they breathe it, they train there. And then you turn up and say, How are you going? This is the Oceania champ just checking in. <laughs> yeah. But can you explain how did that race sort of unfold? How did the finale sort of unfold?
1: uh yeah so we the team went into that race um without much of a plan we had a bit of a plan um at the finish if it was a bunch to have a lead out for two of the riders um and yeah so the rest of the race was basically up to us um i started the race i was feeling good um i got caught behind slash involved in a crash um which wasn't great. I went over the, over my handlebars and fell in like a ditch. So got up, got up as as quick as I could, um, and chased back on. Um, and then basically, yeah, the rest of the race, I was just trying to move up as quick as I could. Um, and then we got through all the main cobble climbs, uh, and it was still a massive bunch, um, bigger than everyone was expecting. Um, and I think there was one rider off the front at that time. And me and another guy um, decided to go off the front as well. And we joined the uh, the leader. Um, and we almost got caught a couple of times, um, but we managed to stay away. Uh, and yeah, at the finish, I just basically stretched as hard as I could. Um, and then, yeah, one, which was super cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Do Do you remember what your um, what 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 was your peak power for the sprint?
1: Uh, I did actually do like a best five second power. I'm not exactly sure my peak, but I think my five second. Oh, I can't, couldn't remember it at the top of my head, but it was pretty, just pretty big
0: in the twelve, thirteens, or
1: uh, I think something like that. Yeah, at least the thirteens. I'm pretty sure. Wow, solid. After how many Ks was that race, by
0: the way? Uh, It would have been... I've got it right here. I really should just check. That's being lazy. Hang on, here we go. Let's have a look. Look at that. It is 116 Ks. Hard, Belgian racing and just dropping north of 1,300 down as number 19. That's uh, Oscar, mate. Today I hit my best ever five-second sprint, 1,089 watts. So just... uh, (laughs) <laughs> just letting you know that i'm nowhere near you yeah. but uh yeah mate that's such a big win and you had a really good celebration i love the celebration wow.
1: yeah well i wasn't really too sure what i was gonna do but i just yeah i was pretty excited so just <laughs> put my hands off the bars and then basically basically,
0: was what it was it's was good man it's good now after you got a win like that um did you, I mean, because that, you kind of spurred you on a bit too, actually, didn't it? Like you had um, another, well, did you get another, you, you were up there in a few other races, but after you got a win like that, uh, did, because obviously, you know, you signed with the AG2R, is it the development team? Is that what you'd call it?
1: It's, it's just the under-19 team. Okay.
0: So, yeah, that's an awesome big signing. Now, did that, do you think that came about off that result?
1: Uh yeah, I think a big part of it would would um have come off that result. Um before the race, uh uh the team manager um at Cannibal basically said uh have a look out for this guy, um, and then I won it. And then that was yeah, pretty good. So
0: oh, the team manager be feeling pretty happy with himself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah right, and so how does that like? I'm really interested as to how that sort of plays out. So, do they um uh, the the 2 R setup? Did they contact you directly? Or did they contact your the team cannibal manager, or do you have a personal manager at that time? Or
1: uh yeah, so I've got a manager um Matt Wilson, he's my manager. I'm with Arc Sports. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they well yeah, I'm pretty sure they contacted him. Um. And then we, or well, he arranged a meeting for me um, and my parents to meet with uh, AG2R. Uh-huh. Um, and we had a meeting and they were pretty, um, uh, what's the word? They were pretty, yeah, impressed with me. And they were, uh, yeah, they just wanted to, to they basically gave me a spot and said, if I want it, um, I can have it. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's crazy. And when you were doing the
1: interview, Oscar, was it in English or you have to speak French or uh yeah, so they they speak um, yeah both English and French. Um, the interview was in English. Um, my mom speaks basically fluent French uh, so that's a right. yeah, big big bonus, but yeah, it was in English.
0: Did you make the effort to learn any like French or did you know any French beforehand or?
1: uh i know a little bit of french um because i spent about six months in a french school um several years ago um so i know a little bit uh and yeah i i'm trying my best to get as much of it back as i can right now so
0: yeah okay i guess that's really important isn't it from from especially a team like ag 2 r which is super uh you know french focused really um but that's really cool, man. And so, uh, does that mean next year after Aussie Summer you'll be going back there and living in France?
1: Uh, yeah, that's basically the plan. Um, it's basically yeah, complete nationals and then uh, yeah, basically head over there in February um until, I guess, uh, like October.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's a massive stint. And so, are you, will you be riding for uh, under the AG2R colors when you are at Nationals? Uh yep. I will. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. That's super cool. It's, yeah. It's always cool seeing the jerseys pop up. You know, like, for example, I mean, I was speaking to Jensen last night. Um, You know, this year's Nationals, him and the, the FDJ set up with
1: the Lapierre. It's yeah. just cool, you know. Um yeah. it's cool to see. Uh, do you have your bike yet? Uh, I'm actually getting it um this week after Worlds.
0: Oh mate, you're having a good week.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. So what
0: what are you on for? What are you racing on for Worlds?
1: Uh, so for the whole season, I was on a Giant Propel. Um, it was just suited the Belgian racing pretty well. Um, but for Worlds, I basically stole my dad's bike. Um, he's got a Trek Emonda. Um, it's got the new. New uh, di 2 on it. Um, so it's a little bit lighter than the giant, um, which is sort of why I picked it. Um, and yeah, interesting. Okay,
0: on you, I love that. I mean, racing on your dad's bike, I mean, anything, yeah. any result, if you get a good result, mate, your dad will just claim it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, speaking of the course, now you're are you just doing the road race? I didn't see your name on the TT.
1: Yeah, I'm just doing the road race. Um, Hamish, Will, and Cam are doing the TT. Um, yep. yeah, I would just didn't get a spot in that. Okay,
0: yeah, cool. I look forward to seeing Hamish tomorrow. Actually, um, excited, yeah. excited about him. Um, but uh, for the road race, I rode the circuit today, right? And um, yeah, the hill. I don't know. It's I, I was. It just seems it's a tough course to really analyze and. Like we were just talking about this last night Jensen and I and um I'm just trying to get the actual oh, here we go so we've got one two three four five six seven eight eight laps of that short circuit so um yeah what do you think what are your thoughts on this course have you had much of a look at it or not really
1: yeah i've I've had a good look at the course um I think well the hills like it basically goes up sort of twice um yeah. pretty steep uh I think it's I mean, my prediction is there's going to be like a really reduced bunch sprint with maybe a breakaway, um, because mm. there's so many corners that someone could just slip away and never be seen again. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, I think it'll be important to be at the front on the hill, um, because yeah, I think it's gonna, especially towards the end of the race, it's just gonna sort of blow apart.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, when before in the lead into that climb you do that, I don't know if you've seen it, you do a bit of a weird little chicane Yeah. because it comes into like a roundabout, you know, and then it's the, like, you think you're going straight up um, at the climb. There's a little roundabout. And there's like a side street on the right-hand side. So you kind of just do a little chicane. So like, yep. uh, yeah, like I guess the positioning of the first sort of 10, 15 wheels would be super important. And, I guess the junior race, I mean, 135 Ks, there's no room for any mucking around. Eh? It'll be on from the first lap, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be important to just basically be at the front of the whole race Um, because if you're not, yeah, it's going to be a lot of stopping, starting. Um,
0: Yeah. yeah. Do you think your experience racing in, in uh, like a lot of racing in Europe uh, will help when, on a world course like this where like positioning is super important?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely. I think... um. Yeah, I mean, my first first sort of first few races in Europe, it was definitely like a shock. So yeah, I mean, if, if I didn't have any of the experience of how tough it is sort of staying at the front and I'd get to the race, get to the star line and yeah, yeah, it'd be a big shock. And yeah, I don't think I'd uh, manage it very well. Yeah. Okay. And I uh,
0: do. I uh, would you be familiar with many of the riders that are that are racing, many of the top guys? That's probably a pretty big advantage, you know, just knowing who's yeah. good and who's not.
1: Yeah. I've I've I got a pretty good idea about who who to look at, who's going to do well, who yeah, who might go off the front, who to look at at the finish, sort of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, mate. Cool. I do. You really like? Do you spend a lot of time on researching a, like a big event like this?
1: Uh, <clears throat> I. I don't think I go like above and beyond, but I definitely like to look at sort of, sort of different things and yeah, try to be as uh, informed as much as I can.
0: Okay, yeah, sound like you're you're well on it. Um, all right. Well, what about this, right? Um, well, actually, one more thing. Do you think the course suits you?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be a really hard race. Um, and I think that suits me. Uh, the hill's not like. Sort of a twenty-minute climb, so yeah, that suits me. Um, mm. and yeah,
0: okay, all right. And what what do you usually have for breakfast on race day? Flappy <laughs> told me all day, mate. He was having up and goes like crumpets because you know crumpets rages. ages. Uh,
1: yeah. I'm interested to see what's
0: what's your setup.
1: Uh, yeah, sometimes it it changes a little bit. Um, I'll usually go with just oats with some honey or something like that and a coffee is basically basically what I have for breakfast maybe a banana as well
0: okay so just like oats are you you putting is this overnight stuff or you oh just in the morning just in the microwave Uh, microwave right and just banana and honey Yep. pretty stock standard okay but what about the coffee is it just black or is it
1: Oh, just like a well, if I've got like the luxury it use, I'll, I'll have like a cappuccino or something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this. This is gold.
1: <laughs> okay. And uh well, what have you got at the are you in a hotel or what are you where are you staying? Uh so I'm currently staying um with my parents at the moment before I head to the accommodation with the Australian team. Um oh, you're not you're Canberra? Is that yeah, it? I am not in Canberra right now. I'm in Wollongong. Um we've got a we got a place that my parents have. Um, we're using. It's a friend's friend's place. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm joining the Australian team uh, on Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay.
0: Must be excited to get the kit, or have you already got it?
1: Yeah, I've already got it. Which yeah,
0: it looks super cool. <laughs> it uh, is cool, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Uh, what do you think? If what what feels? What do you think will feel better? Do you think wearing uh, the national kit um, in world home champs world home world champs or wearing your 82r kit at uh, nationals
1: uh i think they i think it's very different i think uh yeah maybe yeah representing my is probably yeah probably got the edge um yeah, yeah it's just especially with the new kit Looks yep. great. And yeah, it's probably going to be one of the only times I get to do it in Australia. So,
0: mm. yeah, yeah, man. Oh, sweet. Okay. And, uh, hmm, okay. What about this? Uh, give us a little bit more about you, Oscar. Give us, um, if you're not riding your bike, what are you doing? What do you like to do? What do you feel?
1: Uh, you? Well, I like TikTok. Um, sitting on TikTok, is, is pretty good. Uh, are you poster or are You just sort of lurk. Oh, I just just lurk and watch videos. Yeah. Um. Yeah, other than TikTok, maybe a bit of a bit of PS Five. Um, Ooh. I like hanging out with my friends, mm-hmm. just doing random stuff. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: <laughs> that's good. I like it. That's cool, man. All right, and. Okay, from uh, I mean, I'm so excited to watch you on Friday. It is Friday, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, sweet, I'm, mate, Oscar mate, I'm going to be in the mid zone, so make sure you pass through there, so we can get a good little chat afterwards. Um, especially the a good result. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what was your give us your favourite moment of your season so far? Because you've had such a rip, you've had a couple of wins in there, a couple of big wins. But um, did you have a favourite moment that stuck out? Stuck out to you?
1: Uh, I mean, obviously winning E3 was probably the biggest sort of standout moment. Um, but other than that, I think, uh, yeah, just, yeah, it's a good question. Um, there's a, uh, there's a few moments, like there was one race in, uh, uh, Austria that the team went to, um, and Mm -hmm. we did pretty well um we got the gc teams class the km jersey um yeah that was a pretty pretty sort of good race for the team hmm. um and yeah that was just a cool cool race yeah okay i like that that's good it does feel great
0: doesn't it when a whole when you have a really big team effort uh, and everyone's together it's just, and everyone's up and about i mean it must be really cool after the race yep yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, okay. One more thing for the road race, um, how are you going to warm up? Will you be ergo? We'd be rollers. Uh, how long would your warm up be? What are you thinking?
1: Uh, yeah, usually like overseas warming up was basically just out on the road. Um, Just, yeah, just light roll. Um, but I think for this race, it's going to be pretty important to be Uh, basically ready from the start. So yeah, Yeah. I think maybe on the rollers uh before the race probably.
0: Okay, sweet. All right, awesome. Well, uh, Oscar, mate, we'll leave it there. Don't take you any much longer. So you can just get nice and chilled, relaxed, ready for Friday. But um, good luck and thanks for you know thanks for sharing a bit of bit of you, exciting prospect, mate, for the Australian team. And um, it's gonna be oh mate, it's gonna be so good. See you on the line. um, Yeah. Friday, bro. Uh, won't be able to miss you. You, you had to be sticking out of the pillow for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what an idea. Yeah, that's great. All right. Well, um, yeah. This is going out tomorrow morning. So, um, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Cool. All right, bro. All right. See you on Friday. See ya. All right, legends, that's another episode of the Press Ring Podcast done and dusted. I hope you enjoyed this chat with Oscar Chamberlain. He is a serious, serious prospect. And to have a young cyclist who's had so much experience racing in Belgium already and in Europe... At 190, would you say 194 centimetres with a bit of a sprint kick, he is a real, real prodigy for the classics future for Australia. So there's a no wonder the teams were all over him because when you've got a rider of that size with the power and the racing mouse, uh that is someone you want to put a lot of time and development into. So it's going to be super cool to see how Oscar goes on Friday. Look out for him. Follow him on Instagram as well and TikTok, as he's saying. We'll have to find him on there. And uh, yeah, of course, big thanks to Attacker for helping me get here for the World Championships. Make sure you use the code CR-ThePressRoom, all capitals, you get 15% off. I actually wore fresh out of the packet today one of their race ultra jerseys, um, the lime one with the brown bibs. Pretty happy with that combination. Um, We did the road race course today as well. And um, yeah, felt pretty good. So check that stuff out, get your discount, support Attacker, supports me, and of course, Thanks to Zwift, thanks to Smith Optics, and thanks to you guys for listening. So I'll see you for episode three of the World's Week tomorrow morning. Cheers.